J. Guru Dave. Registration is now open for Tom's 2024 Australian tour. Once again, Tom will be giving knowledge sessions and group meditations, as well as a four-night, five-day rounding retreat in Jeringong. If you haven't learned Vedic meditation yet, Tom will be teaching Vedic meditation while in Sydney, as well as advanced techniques to those who have already learned Vedic meditation. Tom's Australia tour runs from June 6th to the 30th, and you can find out more at tomknowles.com slash Australia. Sahana vavatu, sahana bhunaktu, sahaviryam karavahai, tejasvinavatitamastu, navidvishavahai. In the ancient Vedas, the Vedas are a body of knowledge that vibrates primordially within the consciousness field. Vedas are not written by anyone. They are considered apaurasheya. Parasheya means authored by. Apaurasheya means not authored at all. And so there is no author of the Veda. The Veda is the nature the vibratory nature of the unified field of consciousness itself. That unified field is everything. It is not simply pervasive because to pervade a thing or to permeate a thing means that there has to be a thing that is not the permeating thing, a thing that is not the pervasive thing, which is pervaded by the permeating thing. In fact, there's only one thing. There's not permeation or the pervading. There's only one thing, and that one thing has a nature, and its nature is to vibrate. It vibrates with great subtlety. And when we look at all the exterior behaviors of the vibratory tendency of the unified field, we see surface gross-level undulations that give rise to the impression of objects, of separate things, of different forms and functions, and different species, and different members of different species. And when we want to find out where all this comes from, we only have to de-excite our consciousness to a level near about absolute zero, and just before absolute zero of excitation, we can experience the blueprint of the whole of creation. And that blueprint of the whole of creation has one particular vibration known as Soma Mandala. Soma Mandala is very often referred to as the ninth mandala. The number nine was given to it by the great Vyasa, Vyasa of enlightened vision, one of the great masters of our Vedic tradition and our holy tradition of masters going back into ancient times, Vyasa. Vyasa is often referred to as Veda Vyasa. 
because of his cataloging of the vibrational field. The Veda is one, says Vyasa, but I've cataloged it. It vibrates in very particular ways. And if you know how to hear it, you can imitate its vibration with your singing voice. And the singing voice turns out to be then what we know today as the hymns of the Veda. And one of the groups of hymns, the ninth mandala, is also referred to as Soma Mandala. Soma. Mandala means a wheel. And Soma is one of the vibrations that occurs most frequently and greatest amount of references to Soma in this particular mandala, in this particular wheel, circular cycle of vibration. Soma is referred to as an individuated impulse of creative intelligence, a personality whose proper full name is Soma Pavamana. Soma Pavamana is the name that is associated with that vibration of intelligence, which we shorten down to the word Soma. S-O-M-A, Soma. Soma is also referred to as a plant. But we need to take care because this plant that is referred to in Soma Mandala actually is a deeper reference to a gland within the human construct, a gland within the human brain. There's a gland, there are secretion sites of a celestial biochemical known as Soma. In Ninth Mandala, the Soma plant, quotes unquotes, produces the Soma juice when it is squeezed, when the plant is squeezed. Soma juice comes out. And what does Soma do? Soma is known to raise the consciousness of individuality from whatever state of consciousness it's in through the three states of enlightenment. If one is not yet in cosmic consciousness, then soma juice, that is to say the nectar of the gland that, that occurs in the human brain and the human central nervous system and brain, will cause one to enter into that state of identity rectification. What does that mean? We have a false identity that causes all of our suffering. I am a body, I'm an individual, I'm an individual mind. My individual mind is a product of my upbringing, my upbringing and then the creative things I did to transcend my upbringing, to go beyond it. The conclusions I've arrived at about the world around me and all of these conclusions and these memories and these functions that I have up through my upbringing, they're contained in a body. And that's what I am, I'm a body full of impressions and a body full of conclusions, and a body of thoughts. This is a mistake. The Vedas say that if you are identifying yourself in this way, then you have a case of mistaken identity, and you're going to suffer. The reason you're going to suffer is because your baseline identity actually is not what we just now described. Your baseline identity 
is that you are, in fact, the unified field having a human experience. You are the unbounded consciousness field that makes up everything that has the desire to have a human experience. And your universality is in the process of adopting your individuality. Your individuality is an adoptee of your universality. And so this adoption of your individual traits, your individual memories, your impressions, your desires, your conclusions, your traits, your cute little quirky things that you do, whatever it is that makes you uniquely you, is in the process of being adopted by an underlying field, which is the real you. The real you is the underlying field that has embedded in it all of the laws of nature. Now, what is it that's going to bring about this greater realization? According to Ninth Mandala, the flow of Soma. Soma is, in this instance, thought of as a celestial biochemical. A celestial biochemical that is to say it can't really be measured in a lab because it's not just a juice that's produced by a gland in the brain. It's not just the nectar or ambrosia, though it is that. It's also a set of functions and behaviors that go with that. It is the fluid dynamics of consciousness. The fluid dynamics of consciousness, the way that consciousness finds itself bridging the gap between individuality and universality, is through soma. Soma intermediates this. So if one is not yet in that proper cosmic consciousness state, which is baseline enlightenment, then cosmic consciousness is mediated through the fluid dynamics and complete chemistry, the completing of the chemistry, provided by Soma. If one is already in cosmic consciousness, then Soma begins to aid the process by which we ingest food and the process by which the ingestion of food creates our capacity for perception through our senses, our five senses, taste, touch, smell, sight, and sound, of what the world is comprised of. So now we have cosmic consciousness, care of soma production, which comes more as a result of transcending, stepping beyond individual thought during Vedic meditation and experiencing transcendence, causes the body of the individual to produce enough soma to create cosmic consciousness, so no more mistaken identity. I know I am the universe having a human experience. What's this world around me made of? And then soma, increasing in its flow, its fluid dynamics, and its chemical substrate structure, restructuring our perceptual capability, giving us access to super acute sensory perception so that we can actually see, taste, touch, smell, and hear the celestial dynamics of the unified field manifesting into the subtlest forms that are extant in the physical world around us.
we get to experience the celestial layer of the universe around us. The state of consciousness is referred to as, quote, God consciousness. It means to have the experience of that supreme individuated personality-based intelligence that is embedded in all of the behaviors of the relative world around us. First, cosmic consciousness, that is to say, identity rectification. We get our proper sense of identity, our baseline identity in place. Next, God consciousness, and Soma is involved in it. As Soma continues to be more and more a product of the process of digestion of anything, when one is in God consciousness, it's not what you eat, it's what you can do with what you eat. Your body can make the finest possible product out of anything you eat. And soma production continues to refine sensory perception until a stage is reached where one is able spontaneously, that is without any effort, to experience the greatest truth of that celestial world that you find yourself living in God consciousness. And one experiences that my own baseline, my own unified field consciousness, can detect through my senses, taste, touch, smell, sight, and sound, that all of these things by which I'm surrounded, all the forms and phenomena, are also nothing other than my own self, the unified field. When unified field uses the senses of perception to discover unified field everywhere, then this is the self discovering the self. The inner state of being is able to experience the relative world as simply undulations of its own self. The ocean experiences the waves of its surface as nothing but undulations of itself. The waves are nothing but ocean. They're not non-ocean. They're not connected to the ocean. They are the ocean. The ocean moving and undulating we call waves. The ocean non-moving and non-undulating we call deep ocean, baseline ocean. So when baseline oceanic consciousness can detect itself as extending into all of the forms and phenomena of the outside relative world, then we have unity consciousness. Unity consciousness is the pinnacle of human development. All of this, according to Veda, is brought about by an increase in the production of soma in the human physiology. So don't go out on some big field trip looking for soma or soma plant the way that some people might go out zooming around the forests looking for psilocybin mushrooms or looking for great marijuana plants or looking for ayahuasca vines or something. The secret of life does not exist in the relative world. The secret of life, soma, the ultimate perception corrector that brings about an understanding and perception of the truth is produced by the human brain.
but the human brain can't produce it when the brain and body are stressed. Stressed is the anti-soma, it's the soma desert. The soma plant, the glands and secretion sites that produce soma as a celestial biochemical come alive with each peeling away of layers of stress. If you have a hundred layers of stress or a hundred thousand and you peel away one layer, then one one hundred thousandth of the amount of soma that you had before increases. If you peel away 90% of your stress by meditating Vedic meditation twice every day, morning and evening, stepping beyond thought and experiencing the state of being, then the body has a response to that. It conceives soma production. It constructs soma production. And our body begins to fill up with greater and greater amounts of soma. So soma is simply the intermediating chemical. Now, this is on one level, but in God consciousness, one can experience soma as its personality, soma pavamana. And soma pavamana is a being that can be experienced three-dimensionally, not just a juice or a chemical, but an actual being can be experienced. This is in that God consciousness state of consciousness. Cosmic consciousness, first layer of enlightenment. God consciousness, next layer of enlightenment. Unity consciousness, third layer of enlightenment. Soma is in some of those states of consciousness, only a celestial chemical produced by the brain and central nervous system. But in God consciousness, soma can actually be experienced, as indeed can everything be experienced, as a personality with character and with individuation. Soma pavamana. That's the story of soma summed up in 10 or 15 minutes. Jai Gurudev.